Happy Friday to you, everybody. Hopefully, you're starting out your day okay. <clears throat> we can get everything, get everything moving and going. Another week almost down. Not an interesting week. We had some interesting, dis- interesting conversations. So today is going to be kind of just like a, a free flowing. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, cover whatever topics you guys want to cover. We have a few people with us already. Um, I will say this, that uh, the text notifications didn't go out this morning, and that's because I set it to go out at 5 p.m. instead, or 5.55 or whatever, p.m. instead of a.m. I did change that to uh, just send out, so hopefully that did go out. But I was like, that didn't work. Crazy part is I could have sworn that I that I actually looked at that. Because I've I've made that mistake before. We got a couple people here. Uh, We got Out and Back says, good morning, all. Good morning to you, Out and Back. George Rose says, good morning, all. Good morning, George. M says, good morning, everyone. I will be listening on the go, so I will not be able to chat today. Well, I'm hoping to call into the show next week. Outstanding. Well, we hope to hear from you. Um... Prisoner105 has their coffee, and Miami Babe says, Goo morning, everyone. Good morning to you, too, Miami Babe. So I do want to just mention kind of like a housekeeping issue uh, that is another YouTube change that has kind of perplexed me. You know, you like I'm looking at the names in the chat right now, and they're the names I'm normal. I'm I'm expecting to see, but maybe you guys have seen this as well. But on the desktop platform for the actual videos, and even in the studio in the back end, which is how I answer questions and stuff, YouTube is switching to handles, so you can have a channel name that says, like take my channel for instance, when uh, right now it's DSD. When I started out, it was Dad Surviving Divorce. So when they implemented the handles, I had I not changed it to DSD, which I'm still amazed that I was able to get, it would have been at DSD, or not sorry, it would have been at Dad Surviving Divorce. So what's happening is, is whenever I go in to answer questions, instead of it being, you know, I, you know, I guess like if I, like right now, if I was to go into the chat and say, hello, it's going to say DSD. But, and that's because in the chat, for some reason, it's not using handles. It's using the actual name. It's resolving with the name. But... Now it's showing up, at, or would have, if I hadn't changed my, my handle name, it'd show up as a handle. So I, I want to mention that to you guys because normally I like to, to respond to people and say, you know, like, like Jeff just said, you know, good, good morning. It's good morning to you, Jeff. But I would, if I was to do a comment reply, I would say, you know, hey, Jeff, good morning to you too, right? I'm getting a little worried. I don't necessarily want to do that with the ch- with the handle name because I'm not sure. Like I know there's a few people who has, 
and I, I don't want to point anybody out, but I can see somebody who's in here right now who has a very short name, but that name resolves in the back end with a longer name. So I actually asked YouTube about it because I'm not, I mean, I get what they're doing. They're trying to make it easier to tag people and they're trying to make it easier to, you know, to do things. Um, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not super thrilled with it. And I wanted to just mention it to you guys. I mean, I know it's kind of an off topic thing, but I guess it's just a warning that if you're on NPD recovery channels and you've changed the verbal, you know, written name on your, your channel, then it's highly possible that the handle could be resolving to what you had it before. And that might be a problem. <laughs> so, and that might be what had happened to, um, you know, some, anyway, because I know when I first started back up, some people were coming up and it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know I was on that account. So I've been recognizing that more. Uh, and I did spend some time last night on with Google Help or YouTube Help trying to get an answer to it. And the only way I noticed it is in the back end. I, there's a section in the studio part of it that will uh, show you the show me the last comments and the last subscribers, and that still resolves to the name, you know, to the to the non-handle version of the name. So, anyways, just something to think about um, because that could accidentally you know, put, put information out there that maybe you don't really want out there. Personally, I'm not real happy with it. It, it kind of, it kind of frustrates me. Oh, I forgot to hit the stone, the phone line. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and start, start that up in case somebody want, does want to call in today. I have a meme I want to show you guys as well. Let me hit the host show button. So, Dan Ski says, good morning, Dwayne and group. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday to you, sir. And this is my test, hello, which I don't know why I'm showing that other than that you, I, I, I'm a bad example on it because my handle and my, and my screen name are the same thing. You know, it is what it is. I wonder if I can turn the ticker on. I thought I moved that up. Thought I had that up higher. Hmm. I'm gonna do that. All right. Eleven kids says good morning to all. Yay Friday. I am. I don't know about you guys. I'm so glad it's Friday. I'm ready for this week to be over. I have uh, next week. Debbie and I get to head out on our grand adventure. We're gonna go to the go to the coast to celebrate. 10 years of, of knowing each other. <laughs> That's going to be cool. We, uh, we, we got a place that we're going to basically be looking at the Pacific ocean for two days and we're taking it. I think unless there, unless something happened with the train thing and we're also taking a train, an Amtrak thingy or what a Pacific coastliner up the coast to, uh, I mean, which is kind of weird cause we're going to drive probably 
out of our way just so that we can ride the train and look at the ocean on the way up, which I've, we've always wanted to do that. So we're looking forward to that. Anyways. Visible Friend says, good morning, Dwayne and everyone. So glad I caught the, lo- uh, the live this morning. Glad you, glad you got it. Um, if anyone got the text notification, let me know if that worked today. Oh, speaking of that, if you're interested in signing up for the SMS notification, you can't, whoops, that didn't work. Okay, that, here, let me try to get this off the screen. Oh, man, I am just having all kinds of technical difficulties. <laughs> God, if you want to be on the text notification, you can text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, and that will add you on to it. Just text DSD Live, all one word, to 844-598-0012. I'm actually going to also pin the comment that, that has that type of instruction on it. If you want to call into the show, you can do that today by dialing one 5483 You can also, if you just want a quick way to remember it, just dial 424-DSD-LIVE, and that too will work for you. Visible friend says, congrats on the 10 years. It's hard to believe. I mean, well, it's hard to believe that on, you know, before that, the, the whole divorce nightmare that it's been, what I, I think the other day I went through it. It's like, I've been divorced 11 years, six months, you know, separated 12 years and four months or something like that. And it may be technically because I don't know when I looked at that last, it could actually be longer, but that's just, that's incredible. And I remember, I can still think back when that, when that, when this first happened, and how devastating this was. And it seemed like, like twelve years, was just. It was, it was just un, un, It was like that's so far away, and, you know how time works. It's like you blink, and, uh, and, it, uh, you know, the time just slips away. Which I think is is you know you have to. I think that's why it's really important to 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 take your damn life back. To make sure that you don't allow these people, and these situations, to screw up what time we have on this spinning ball in space. And it's so easy. It's so easy to stay angry, to stay focused on the negative because it's like, you know, in you, it's like, look, and it's not great. Oh, we do have a caller coming in, so I'll jump to that here in a moment. Jeff says, got the text, outstanding. Visible Friend says, got the text and the YouTube bell. Yeah, the only reason I sent the text today is I was talking to someone on the DSD Discord. It was a wise chat manager, actually. And he's like, I didn't get any of the YouTube notifications. And I'm like, crap. So I'm not sure if the if the notifications are working correctly. Actually, technically, I think he said he got the notification after the show was over. So, uh, you know, that was one of those things where, hmm, I got to 
I got I didn't want to spam people with with text. So I don't know. I'm going to have to kind of I guess I need some feedback from you guys on whether the uh, the you know, the text notification what what duration do you want? And unfortunately, I don't have there isn't a um, there is not an easy way to set up multiple well I, I okay let me back up there is an easy way it's called money <laughs> if i wanted to pay for different things i could have different levels of you know groups but you have to pay for that and it gets it starts getting expensive uh you know so anyways on that um jennifer says enjoy your trip and thank you for your daily show thanks for for tuning in I appreciate it. If you guys didn't tune in, I wouldn't do it because I'd be talking to myself. Uh, all right. I am going to go to the phone line to line one. Hello and welcome to the show. Uh-oh. I don't hear anybody. No, what have I done wrong? Huh. Well... Maybe I have the volume of my phone down. Well, darn the luck. What am I doing wrong? Technology is thwart. Oh, I lost the call. No, I didn't lose the call. Hum. Hum, hum, hum. I don't. Let's see. Let me go to speaker. Test one, two. Okay, that didn't work. Oh no, this, this is so frustrating. What am I, technology is thwarting me today. Well, it was working earlier. What am I doing wrong? Hmm, 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 hmm. Hmm. Um, uh, I tell you what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, let's do this. I'm going to hang up into the call, excuse me, and I'm going to call back into it and see if I can hear it. Thank you for calling Colin studio. Okay. So it, okay. So my technology is working. So it must've just been a problem with the service. So, well, bummer. Looks like another, while I am, let me switch back over here, while I am encouragement, phone off. All right, I'm going to try, I'm not sure. See, whenever you call in, it actually does this voice to text thing. So it works marginally well. So let's see if I can do, do this, try this one more time. All right, are you there now? Good morning. Hey, okay. I don't know what happened there. You can hear me, correct? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Well, welcome to the show. (laughs) That was weird. Sorry about that. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know if it was your end, mine, or what, but uh, uh, congratulations on 10 years before I forget. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I mean, it it, it is weird to to say that we've been dating, I mean, to date somebody for 10 years, that's a little weird, you know, especially at my age, but hey- it's working. It really is because 
nine years I'm with my fiance now, and we have a lot of parallels. You've helped me through so much. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, the other day, you really helped me when I gave you the question. I said, you know, it's a matter of the time that we lose with the children, you know, when they're innocent with all the time we spend fighting Yeah, yeah. for them. But uh, I just wanted to call, congratulate you on the 10 years. Um, I'm a little nervous because I don't know what to say off the top of my head, but I just wanted a little bit of words of encouragement for everyone. Hey, you man, know, that's great. That's what people end. need. Yes, and that's why I called in. Um, some words of encouragement are that uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's a long battle. It's, uh, yeah, I have this, uh, I wrote it down. Excuse me. Oh, no worries, um, man. I said the words of encouragement is just that, you know, to get to the other side is that you got to understand that this fighting, is, you got to fight the good fight. You do it for the kids. We all do it for the children. Yeah. Um, I said, you know, we do it when it's relevant at the time. While they're young, we fight. And that's what I did. And I fought, and I fought 14 years. Unfortunately, I don't have a relationship with my daughter anymore. And she was brainwashed by my narc ex and her narc family. So they moved away. But I, again, like you, I'm engaged now and I'm going on nine years. And uh, <clears throat> I just think it's very encouraging to know that I made it to the other side. I mean, look at the sound right now. I'm able to say that I have hobbies again. I'm yeah. happy with my life, my fiance. The door's open for my daughter at all times to come back. And it's sometimes not a matter of winning or losing. It's just doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, you never have to be ashamed of that. Exactly. You know, well, well said. And I'm, and I'm sorry that your relationship with your daughter has obviously been negatively affected by this, but I appreciate you, you saying that there's life on the other side of this. Cause I think in the dark days of this, people can get so fixated on how bad it is and you feel guilty to even think that there's a possibility that you can have a life after this. And, and I thank right, you very much for sharing, for sharing that because I think a lot of people, especially in the beginning part of it, need to hear that because I know for me personally, yeah. I didn't believe it. I thought it was just, I mean, it was like I couldn't see a pathway out of the it. The rug pulled out from us. Yeah. The rug really virtually pulled out from us. It, it's like a public admission of defeat, divorce as is. Yeah, you know, once everybody you know gets wind of it, it's it's such a depressing feeling, and then to have it to be against a narc, and then you have children involved. And in my case, thank goodness it was only one, but she now has two children, <laughs> mm. and she's through two failed relationships, and they moved away and restarted their life elsewhere. Um, it's unfortunate because I miss my child, of course, but oh, yeah. who she's become is unfortunately not who I originally fought for, and uh, I have to give her a space because she's fourteen and. Um, I know I went to her graduation and she pretty much ignored me and I stood there and it was very devastating. But once you learn that, you know, this is the way she's being raised, it's not her fault. Yeah. And the court system I refuse to deal with. I've, I've put too much into that, but I learned to just go on with my own life. And, uh, my fiance has seen it. She's been there, very big support system. And even when she wasn't, you know, you have to understand you got to go on with your own life. And that's why I want to encourage everybody to understand, find a hobby, a healthy hobby. Me, I collect many things, so professional wrestling, funny little things like that. Whatever nice. it is, but you got to find yourself. Don't lose yourself to these people because they will take everything away and you will devote all your life being upset about it. Now, I call, I sound upset, I am, but inside my heart, I'm full with love and happiness because I still love my daughter and I'll never forget the good times. And uh, I'll always have the door open. And of course, I have my fiance and... Like I said, for you, 10 years, nine for me. So, Yeah, you know, outstanding. What, what, no, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I, will, I know this is making you a little nervous, so I won't keep you on. But, hey, thank you yeah. for calling. Have a great rest of your day, man. <laughs> yeah, 
It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and happy 10 years. And everybody, again, be encouraged. Don't, don't go by my nervousness of the call. <laughs> That's because we had a disconnection issue and I didn't know how to shoot it out. But uh, All right. no, thank, thank you for everything. Outstanding. Everything you, do. you know, that is, hold on, let me see if my, my program button works. And it did. Outstanding. That, I, I, I'm really glad he called in because that is, um, it's important to hear that. And, and, I, and I get, and, and, and for him to even be sensitive about, you know, hey, I sound nervous and, and upset, but, but I mean, you know, in context, because it's, it is so easy to feel like this, there's no recovery from this. It reminds me of a conversation I had with my father early into this. And I'm like, you know, this is what's happening. This is the battle I'm having. These are the numbers. And, and he's like, well, that's the way it's going to be. You know, you're going to lose everything. You're probably going to be homeless. I mean, he just painted this horrible story. And, and I think in retrospect, he thought he was being helpful. It's like, you know, well, if you can embrace the suck, you can embrace how bad it's going to be, then then, you know, anything above that's going to be better. But at the time, it was like, are you kidding me? I'm going to basically be, this is, I mean, I'm going to say this, and unfortunately, this might be triggering for some folks. I hate even using the word trigger, but I was saying, I mean, I said to him, it's like, so I'm going to effectively be a slave to this person for the rest of my life, working just to funnel money to, to her and not have any relationship with my kids and not be have a you know have really any influence into it you know and he's like yep pretty much and i'm like i mean it was just it was a devastating conversation and i got to some of my lowest darkest days back then and and i and this is this is why i try to drill in that hopefully you can see with my channel and the content on here, the transformation of me personally and my, my approach and everything, because for the most part, I mean, when I started this channel, I still had, I think three kids. I think I had three kids. I'm choosing now. I'm trying to remember seven years ago. I can't do the math. Well, maybe my first kid was off, but I mean, I was still had had the same custody, which is 50-50. I was paying the same amount, the same, effectively the same devastation that I was in at the beginning, I was still in. I could have easily just still been angry and bitter and woke up every day just cursing the ex's name. But I didn't. I was able to take my life back in spite of these obstacles. And I hope that by hearing other people, by my story and the caller, hearing that, it helps you realize that, okay, I don't understand how I'm going to feel better how there's a pathway through this without some crushing victory, but there is. I'm sure that if you're new on this and you were listening to that last caller, you know, you could be easily thinking to yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, that, you know, he did the good fight. It didn't work. You know, what am I doing? 
Well, I think he said an important thing. He said a lot of important things, to be honest. But I, one of the, the next little thing I want to highlight on this is the fact that he tried. And this was super important for me as well. Because there was a period of time in my situation where I thought I was going to lose. I thought that the court was going to give her full custody, let her leave the state, meaning my ex. And I kept, I stayed in the game just waiting to, to basically lose. And my, in my mindset, I'm like, well, I have to try everything. And I wish I knew. I wish I had a channel like this back in the day. I wish I had resources and a mentor to, to get some advice on how to approach this stuff. But what I'm getting at is, is on the end of this, you want to feel like, okay, I did the best I could. I didn't give up and, you know, I can at least feel good with not how this, how it worked, not how it played out, not how family court doesn't necessarily do what we think it's going to do, but that you, you did the best you can. My goal for all of you guys is at the end of the day, either in this situation, like this gentleman was talking about, or even if you run, you know, you, you have some time with the kids and they get to, you know, 18. And if they, I mean, hopefully they make good, they make good choices, good decisions, and you can feel proud for what they're doing and what you were able to help them with. But at the same time, if they choose to do a different thing, that at least I don't want you guys to think, well, what if I would have done X or Y? Now, I, I also understand that, you know, as time goes on, we can come up with different options, different approaches, think of different things we can try. I mean, I can look at that. And I mean, fortunately, I did pretty good with my kids. But at, but at the end of the day, there are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are, um, I mean, sure, I can look back and, and I mean, a lot of the content from this channel is me taking the situations I approached originally that were ineffective and didn't accomplish the results, didn't move the needle to where I'm trying to go and or wasn't helping move the needle to win the war. But, you know, you make the best decisions that you can at the time. I want to try to pull this up. I, you guys might... I moved my buttons around so that that helps complicate things. I saw this meme the other day. It's a for people listening on the podcast. It's an image of Will Smith, and it says, "Sometimes you just have to let karma fix it because if you fix it, you're going to jail." <laughs> I saw that, and that made me laugh. So ho hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you felt the same way. If you want to call into the show, you can do that by dialing 1-424-373-5483. If you're outside of the United States and you want to call in, there is a web interface that uh, will do it through your phone and or computer, as long as you have headphones. Well, technically, I guess if you're on your phone, you don't need headphones. 
let's see, I'm scrolling back up because I, I missed some missed some of the conversations. Woos says, hey, Dwayne, can you comment on how and what happened when you met Debbie? <laughs> how the kids react, et cetera, any tips? Yeah, okay, so that's a great question. Um, what I would say on that is I when I started, when I met Debbie, let's see how. You know, the crazy part is, is I actually, we actually met through Match.com. Uh and there's a longer story on that, but, but, um, so we met, hit it off really well. I definitely wanted to wait. I was at the, th I was in the mindset of the three month waiting thing. Now, now keep in mind, I didn't know what exactly I was dealing with. I, and I, and, and in retrospect, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that I didn't. So she and I, Debbie and I date, were dating for three months. And when we finally got to the point where it's like, okay, I am going to introduce her to the kids. And initially everything, well, let me back up. The first meeting went fine. Kids were great. They were, they were friendly we hung out. We went to go get something to eat. <clears throat> Funny story. I talked about, you know, hey, let's go see a movie. And one of my kids was like, no, we're going to go. I'm going to go see that with mommy. I'm like, okay, all right, no worries. And then, the, you know, the next weekend, uh, whenever they are not weekend, the next time that they were over with me, I'm like, hey, how was that movie? It's amazing. Narcissists are amazing. And it was like, well, we didn't go see it. Mommy went and saw it and she didn't want to go see it again. So she won't take me. <laughs> Just like, I remember at the time, I'm like, who the hell does that? Because I didn't understand. And uh, anyways, I digress. But the point of it is, though, or, or what, what ultimately happened, and what, this is what you guys have to be prepared for. I would fully expect that mo uh, unless your kids have already been in the parental alienation thing, it initially is going to go fine. The kids will be nice. Everyone will get along and it will be great. And then your ex is going to lose their mind and try to, and, and this, and this is not a mom or a dad thing because I have a friend of mine who his girlfriend is going through the same thing where her ex-husband is using this relationship to light the kids' relationship with their mom on fire. And that's what you should expect, unfortunately. So my recommendation, honestly, is wait longer than three months. I would recommend six. And unless you are planning on getting married or moving in together or something. And to be perfectly honest, I don't even know if I would really recommend that because then it ramps up the wedge issues even more. And you end up having fights on multiple fronts, right? You have fights at your home, you have fights with your kids, you know, you're going to have conflict with how, how you're approaching it with your spouse or, you know, live in person. So just be really careful on it. Uh, I think in retro, I mean, 
Okay, so that's the first part. Now let's say you have to, you know, not have to, but you decide that, you know, hey, you are gonna pursue this relationship. And this is kind of what Debbie and I did in the beginning. The other thing I would highly encourage you to do is try to keep whatever you guys are doing on the down low or make it a surprise or whatever. Because if you tell, and this is a mistake I made early on, and maybe you can test it, right, to see what your ex is going to do. But I would tell the kid something, and then what would happen is either the ex would go try to do the same thing, and that did happen a few times, or they would start planting seeds in the kid's mind that, uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to remember, the, the one of them, the, Debbie had taken the kids, I couldn't get off work or something, but she took the kids to the beach, and they got a little sunburned, <clears throat> and as as people do when they go to the beach, you know. And uh, after that, it was like anytime we would go to the beach or whatever, it's like I'm allergic to the sun. I can't go out. I mean, it was like completely ruined it. And what's so bizarre is then later I would hear, you know, mommy would take the kids to the beach, and it was like, oh, what'd you guys do, you know, last weekend? Oh, we went to the beach, and we you know, rolled around on the sand and we did this. And it's like, aren't you allergic to the sun? Well, I'm not allergic to the sun if I'm with mommy, you know, that type of thing. So you got to be prepared for that and anticipate that, unfortunately, because it is more than likely going to occur. So uh, the other thing is for me, whenever, uh, whenever the ex, right after that time I introduced the kids to, um, to Debbie, and I didn't tell, I mean, this is early on in this, you know, I mean, I, I well, even today, I don't think, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I've been with Debbie for so long. It's, it's hard to say if I was to do it over again and the kids were younger, if I would approach it differently. But I didn't tell her, you know, I didn't tell the ex like, hey, I'm dating someone and I'm introducing them to the kids, you know, that type of thing. But what the other thing that the ex did on top of, trying to light the relationship with my kids on fire. She called the Department of Child Support Services and said, he's a deadbeat. He's not paying child support as they were garnishing it out of my pay. And, and the, the, the nuance, and this is interesting with toxic narcissistic people, they have a unique ability to cherry pick information to just support their narrative. Her narrative was that I was a deadbeat and didn't pay child support. So they turned, you know, she turned me in. They started uh, harassing me, asking for all kinds of information. And, uh, you know, I remember asking them one time, I'm like, you know, what the hell? And they're like, oh, this happens all the time. The lady was like, you know, I don't, it seems like every time one of these toxic, well, they didn't say, I'm bitter, angry. I don't remember how they said it. They said, you know, she goes, I get calls and we get stuff from women who've remarried, new family, everything's great, but their ex-husband gets married or, or something happens positive and they're call, they call in and they're like, what can I do to mess with them? Because it's just like, how dare you move on? And it's not, don't, don't get, like I said, when I, the example I mentioned, this isn't a man-woman thing. You know, toxic men will do the exact same thing. So they, these, these folks follow the same patterns. So Woos, hopefully that answered your question. 
Hi, Tumblers is on, says, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Dan Ski says, Dwayne, 100%, focus on one step at a time. When you see the whole staircase, when you're at the bottom, it, it overwhelms most almost everybody. Yeah, it, it, just stay focused and keep moving forward. And before you know it, you'll be on the other side of this. So... M says, this is my show every morning when I get ready. Outstanding. Thank you for tuning in. That's my goal. Set up a show that we can all join in for a quick hour because the hour seems to go by super fast. Get you guys started on your day, hopefully with a positive mindset to approach the day and minimize the effect of, uh, of these folks. Prisoner 105 says it's, it's hard not to be upset at the time that's been taken away from you and your kids, but taking time to heal is important nonetheless, I suppose. Yeah, see that that right there, and I, we talked about that yesterday, but it, it's, it's really tough to wrap your head around that and not be angry about it. And like I was mentioning yesterday, there was a period of time where I was really angry about it. I mean, that was, I mean, kind of my mindset on the whole truck camping thing. The reason I over leveraged myself, uh, the only positive thing about that is I did a lot of that before all the interest rates went through the roof. So, um, you know, I don't think if it was today, I don't think I could have pulled it off. But uh, part of that was because I'm like, okay, I only have a very limited amount of time while my youngest is still a tech, you know, a minor still in school, you know, still isn't still has flexibilities to spend time with dear old, dear old dad that I went ahead and did that, you know, and, and there was a period of time where I was really frustrated about what I was not able to do with the kids because of the custody, because of the drama, because of the lack of funds. And again, I could easily sit, I mean, I could today, I could sit here and probably do an hour long rant on everything I'm angry about. Well, I'm not really angry anymore, but, but I go back to, to what I often say to you guys is when you're making, you know, when you're deciding how to start your day and what you want to do, you really need to think about how does it move the needle? How does it help you help your life get back on track? And what it took me a long time to realize is that every day that I stayed angry or stayed in that bitter mindset, effectively, I was still attached and connected to the ex and I wasn't taking my life back. Oh, we got a couple of calls on. So I'm going to go to line three. Let me hit the correct button here. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, you are live on the air. Oh, man. I'm talking to a celebrity. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but but what's going on? <laughs> um, I just wanted to touch on the topic of showing up. Um, I know your last caller um, had hmm. mentioned that, how he went to his daughter's graduation. Yeah. And he felt completely shunned. Well, 
my son is 14 years old and I am just a few weeks out of a horrific high con- high high conflict tenure on and off again custody battle and last year my son graduated from eighth grade and my husband and I my family we went to the graduation and I never we never went up to him afterwards and took pictures or anything because it was his father's parenting time oh god and things were already like so bad between us yeah and when me and my husband saw them in the audience you could just see the look on their faces and i remember walking i get upset sorry no i I remember walking away that day not taking any pictures not anything because i could see that the conflict was already so bad that i just didn't want to make things worse for my son but we videotaped we took pictures and a few weeks later my son comes up to me and he goes, mom, why didn't you come to my graduation? And that's why showing up is so important, you know, cause I was able to show him the video and pictures and I saw the look on his face of like, Oh, Oh, okay. You were there, you know? God, you and know I think that we just have those situations sometimes where you have to make the decision. You, you have to show up, just got to show up no matter what's going on. That's so crazy. So, he didn't see you, so you're I'm more than likely your ex just used that, you know, also tried to fan the flame on it. But yeah, yeah I'm glad I mean, this, his his graduating class was so huge. Oh there were so okay. many people in in the stands that there's no way he would have seen us. Yeah, I think that you would know, be the way I mean me. the way the way I would gauge that or, you know, maybe you know, if if you made eye contact and there was excitement, then, you know, then maybe right. you push through and say, cause and I hear what you're saying because right. every time there was an event or a graduation or a yep. promotion ceremony or whatever it was being anywhere near was, the X, you know, was annoying. I mean, and every time, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it's just frustrating, you know, but you're, you're right. You show up and, um, hopefully you're seen. So you get that little eye contact and then if not, but that yeah. was a great idea to take video. So whenever he asked you about that, you know, you could say, no, we yeah, were there. And, and every other time, you know, like I said, this is a high conflict case. You name it. I went through it. And it's like every other time we've been in public together, my ex starts a fight and embarrasses my son. So, you know, I took the high road this time and I'm like, we're just going to leave. We're not going to have a confrontation. I don't want to add to an already probably what is a horrible day for my kid, which should be a, a great really happy day. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but you, yeah, you just got to show up and just hope for the best. I, uh, yeah, no, well put. And, you know, I mean, it, and it's, it's, it's tough. All right. Do you, anything else you want to add? No, I just want to say thanks for the show. Um, I'm happy that I called in, and you'll probably hear from me more. Outstanding. Well, thanks for calling in. So I have one other caller, so I'll, I'll grab that in a second. But but what I do want to say, she hit a really great point. You know, show up. I mean, understand and recognize how, how hard this is for our own children. And and she's she's spot on with the fact that Unfortunately, these situations turns every special moment into an anxiety-filled, stressful moment. You can't just be 
excited or, you know, we can't just be excited about something. And, and I, and I could definitely feel what she was saying and I can relate to it. You know, it's like you go to, I mean, actually I even had conversations with Debbie about this. Like even when my, all my kids graduated this last year, you know, two from college, one or one from a university, one from a community college and one high school. And all of the events were tainted with this underlying stress and anxiety and this and drama and and just being hyper vigilant on if something was going to go wrong. And it's like, man, why? It's like it doesn't need to be this way. But these people are able to basically take a situation and turn it into a catastrophe. You know, I mean, her situation is definitely worse than mine because obviously, I mean, thankfully, in my situation, the ex would be make a full, you know, on email and text and stuff. But for the most part in person, she would be calm-ish. Anyways, let me get ready for line. I'm going to go to line four. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Dwayne. Hey, how's it going? Um, it's okay, I guess. I'm just having a really hard time. So what's the, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, this is out of right field, so take your time. No, no, no worries. I, I see that something's going on with your father is what it looks like it's saying in the screening window. He's, he's, he's dying. I mean, I don't know how long this stage will take, but this is. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Definitely closing stretch and so of course you know i was just at his place you know um my wife and i looking after him so my mother could get some things done we go back first thing this morning because she found out the dentist she's got to get a tooth extracted um but i'm just you know kind of nervous as to um what the fallout could be. Um, so this is like well, stage five Alzheimer's, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. We talked to a friend that um, dealt with the same thing and talked with her on um, what the next steps will be when, you know, when things happen, the transition comes. Well, and, and yeah. I think, and I know a little bit of the background because we've had conversations in the past and I, and I think the, the other, I mean, you have the stress of what's going on with your dad, plus the stress of narcissists in the family on what that means. When you say what the next, you know, other steps are, I'm sure you're really concerned about, you know, what games are going to be played. Or am I not following you correctly on that? Uh, yeah. So he's the codependent and the enabler and, um, yeah. Mom's the covert slash vulnerable narcissist. She's for right now, I think doing the right things, but she's in heavy denial of, of what's happening. I mean, you know, Alzheimer's rather comes in and fits and spurts and it kind of depends. It, it gets worse towards the end of the day, but we were just struggling started at about, and 30 and then got home like after six is basically when my mother started uh dinner 
and stuff. And she said to us, oh, I hope this isn't purpose and permanent. And we were like, oh, boy. Because, um, you know, my grandmother's dealt with this, but my um, wife dealt with it first because she's, yeah. I'm 49, she's 54. She's seen this with her 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 grandparents already and then, you know, dealt with it. And my, uh, my oldest child was still a bun in the oven when my dad's mom was going through it and she was there with me to help with that transition. So, you know, we've, we've seen this before. We've seen how this goes. Yeah. Um, it's just really tough. Had to do like betting yesterday too. So I, I mean, because it's getting down to palliative care and stuff like that, my mother just refuses. Well, I don't need it, so he doesn't need it. That kind of thing. Oh yeah. Well, sorry you're going through this, man. It sounds like you're going to have a rough day. Uh, yeah, yesterday was tough, but I think today was going to be a little bit tougher. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Well, hang in there, man. I mean, you know, you're doing what you can with the situation and just, you know, take it one day at a time. That's what we've been doing already. So we'll just keep uh, doing that. I mean, the nice thing yesterday is at least we um, we could make him a nice uh, lunch, you know, again, just to provide for meals when it was necessary and then just be for him when he needs help. Yeah, copy that. All right, thanks for calling. <clears throat> Man, that is that is rough. You know, and, and the reality, well, I mean, he just said the reality, but the underlying undertone is the extra stress with the toxic family dynamic is you, you just can't let your guard down. I mean, it's like everything is a landmine. Everything is, you know, what happens next and, and what are you going to do? And, and, you know, what are they going to do? How is this going to play out? Are they going to do the right thing? Are they going to be sell like in his situation, you know, is his mom going to be selfish and stuff? We just got to, you know, take, take these things and uh, one step at a time. And if at all possible, try to find some ways to in, implement some self-care in the process to, you know, just keep us, keep us going. I mean, if in my situation personally, like in, when I'm in that, I, 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 I get my game face on as much as I can. And then I crash and I typically have to sleep. I just have to recharge, you know, and I hope he can do that. Let me, there was a, another comment that I wanted to, where is it? I'm going to favorite it. M. Scott says, DSD, I just signed my divorce settlement yesterday. It's finally done. Congratulations, sir. Very glad to hear that. So outstanding on that. At least some good news along <clears throat> with uh, a lot of stressful news. Let's see what else. We're running down towards the end of the show I'm going to see if I can catch any, uh, you know what? Let me do a quick search to see if anyone did the Q thing and no questions. Outstanding. Let me see if anyone tagged me. I did go get my glasses adjusted yesterday. Apparently I mangled them. So that always, <laughs> that always complicates things. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to, oh, okay. I'm just tagged on a few things. So I talked about that one.
Oh, uh, Gaddis says, uh, DST, maybe your father helped you face reality and justice, hit rock bottom and bounce back faster. Uh, I think that's what I mentioned earlier. I think that was his approach. Um, that almost made it to where I didn't bounce back at all, if you can catch what I'm saying, because it was really devastating. It's a weird balance, right? I mean, it's because, I mean, you know, I, somebody, like if I came on to you, if I came on and I just said, it's all going to be okay, guys. Don't worry about it. You know, you'd be like, what? The, you're out of your freaking mind. What I try to do is I say, it's going to be okay. And these are some things you can do to help better your situation. And if it doesn't, this is how you can start to take your life back in spite of it. And, and I, and again, I, I craft that dialogue oftentimes when I, I'm thinking back to what, what could have or would have helped me, you know, like if I was able to talk to my 10, 12 year old, 12 years earlier self, what advice or what communication could I, could I say to me that would have helped in that moment? And I mean, and that's the whole crux of this, of this channel. Jeremy says, DSD, I stayed because I had to know I did everything I could. I didn't want regrets. See, that's what I was talking about all earlier. Also, how do you help the kids stand up to the narc? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, the, the, the short answer on that is what you do is you, you find ways to teach them healthy boundaries and you don't use the other parent as the example of it. You use other adults and or their, their interactions with other kids at school. And then you can kind of start building on that. The last thing you want to do, I mean, <clears throat> obviously I'm talking about it just in the normal NPD type of thing. Obviously, if we're talking about something where it's uh, dangerous or whatever, then, you know, you if the kids are saying things could happen, whatever, then there's like, okay, you know, you need to know how to call people. You need to know how to call 911, stuff like that. So, but for the most part, use other examples to, to teach those lessons that the kids can ultimately extrapolate out to deal with the other, other parent. Okay. I Tumblr says, DSD, congratulations on 10 years. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Kevin says, DSD, have you seen, uh, have you guys, whoops, let me read that again. Have you seen guys seen the video where the guy is in sentencing who lunges and physically attacks the female judge? Yes. I think his name is, or her name, her name, his name is Dobra Jackson. Yeah, actually, I saw that and I saw that Alex was interviewed uh, on it. I wonder if I have time to, I wonder if I can pull this up. Let me, let me, let me, let me see. Ooh, God, I didn't want to bring that up. So let me go YouTube. Our uh, Nevada judges. Um, yeah, see, Alex was even interviewed um, on TV about it. So if you're not familiar with what what uh, what Kevin was, it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin's talking about 
Go over to our Nevada judges, and he has a clip from the interview he he did. Plus, I think he also may have posted the uh, the video. Did he do that? I'm trying to video. Um, yeah, it's this one here. I thought maybe he had cameras in there. It was him him capturing it, but it wasn't. But uh, yeah, that was pretty insane. I mean, and I don't know if you guys saw that. But that dude flew over the bench. I mean, he, he, I mean, he, and he tackled the judge. So it was, that was crazy. So that was, that was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of weird. So, all right, let me go back to all the comments. Oh, we're down to the last 30 seconds. So what I'm going to do is say thank you guys for hanging out with me today. And I especially want to thank the channel members who have clicked the join button or were gifted a membership. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support on that. It really means a lot and help, and it really does help keep the lights on and the phone lines up. Uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you guys for doing that. And on that, try to have a great rest of your day and a decent weekend. Don't allow these people to suck the joy or the potential of joy out of your life. On that, take care, and I will be back on, I think, Monday, and we'll uh, start up again 6 a.m. Pacific on Monday. Thanks, guys.